0: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this.
1: Adidas. Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Alright, good morning everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a, dare I say, a football Friday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours talking sports with you. And there is a lot to get to uh, here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list, 1035. We'll catch up with Tom Cakert. Gary Barta making some news yesterday. What? Oh yes, he did. he in his mouth? He did actually, Trent. Put it right in there. Um, Shocker. Stunning, Right. He must be getting used to it by now, having his foot in his his mouth, because once again, he did it. Uh, he just doesn't understand. We'll get into that with uh, Tom Cakert coming up at 10.35 and other Hawkeye-related topics. Uh, is uh, He will join us, our first guest and only guest of the first hour of the program. Off to Vegas we shall go. Mike Palm from Circus Sports. Uh, They're inching closer to their big announcement as to what the guarantees are going to be in, th- in their two major contests that they will be offering. We are going to be out there and hopefully have a number of you listeners join us out there as uh, we will be there the second weekend in August, correct? Yes, yeah, the second weekend in yep. August. Uh, so we will uh, tell you more about that as we uh, inch our way closer to that date. But if you're looking to have a Vegas trip this summer, maybe you want to um, you know, lock it in when you know there's going to be Iowans out there may want to stay away from us. That, that could be, too. <laughs> that could be, too. We're going to be at Circa, and we've got some details coming up here uh, in the day-slash-weeks ahead. Derek Stevens is going to join you next
0: week, right? Yes, he'll be here on radio. He's also going to join us on the TV with mm-hmm. the launch and, the, as you mentioned, the guarantee what it's going to be. It's going to be bigger than last year. We that's can what, say that much.
1: That's what we've been led to believe. Yeah. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll find out how just um, how much bigger. He lost money. He lost millions of dollars in this thing last yep. year. On the Survivor, correct?
0: On Survivor, right. yeah. Because they didn't get basically the sign-ups mm-hmm. to cover it.
1: And he said, well, I'll cover it myself. And he did. And he did. Uh, good for him. Yes. And uh, we'll uh, have, or you'll have Derek next week. Uh, but we'll have Mike Palm coming up today at 11.05. And then Dave Sproul will catch up on Iowa State. I'm guessing we'll do some twin stuff uh, with uh, with two twins fans on the radio at the same time, um, and then Claxons barbecue giveaway. We do have some game sevens, and I anticipate that they will be a part of it uh, at about eleven forty-five, eleven fifty, or thereabouts. And again, you can only participate in this contest once a month, whether you won or not. Uh, once a month is what we limit you to the Claxons giveaway. That'll be at about eleven forty-five, eleven fifty. A thirty-five dollar gift certificate to the winner. Runner-up gets twenty-five. There's- there's only four of you in the contest, so you got a pretty good chance uh, to get some free BBQ. KlaxonBBQ.com is the website. Well, let's start with the the games, and then we'll get into the schedule for a few minutes mm-hmm. because the uh, there were elimination games last night. And sadly, the one team that I really wanted to advance uh, to the weekend, regardless of, of whether it be basketball or hockey, was the Minnesota Wild. And they're just no match for the, well, in particular, the St. Louis Blues mm-hmm. special teams, the power play. Uh, killed uh, killed the Wild All-Series, got him again last night. Dean Everson, he should be criticized for the uh, gu- pulling the, uh, the goaltender switch. Uh, look, Cam Talbot had a great regular season, but in a do-or-die game, and a guy who hasn't played since the end of April, you're going to throw him into the fray? And you saw the first goal. I yeah. mean, you could, honestly, Trent, this is an exaggeration, you could stop, would have stopped the first goal from Nick Letty. I mean, a, a, an NHL goaltender, that's inexcusable to basically just throw a shot at the net with zero behind it. I mean, it's not like you wound up and it's 100 miles an hour. He basically flipped it in, and it went right in. <laughs> Knuckled it past him. It was crazy, and it won nothing. They knew at that point, oh, my God. It's over. It felt like it, didn't it? At one nothing, in hockey. Mm-hmm. Not soccer.
0: No. In hockey. And at one nothing, it felt absolutely over. The The intensity that we saw when they bounced back and what was that game? They led the series two games to one. And just and it goes away, and that Minnesota fandom that we've talked about a lot this week that starts to creep in because done what nothing. I was like, it's over. I it just you knew how this was going to play out. It was a terrible matchup for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the third best team against the fifth best team in the first round. Shouldn't happen, but that's the structure. That's the way, and they knew before the season started. Yes, yeah. that's the way that it was uh-huh. going to be. And the Blues just have their
1: number. They do because during the regular season they were good. Mm-hmm. But not elite. No, since uh, since uh I mean what I think Joe O'Donnell threw it out there. They were like, I don't know, sixteen and two or something crazy. Right. they just owned them and owned them again. Um I, I hope the Blues and the and the Lanch put up a good series. As Colorado's just sitting there waiting. We don't know when it's going to start. I anticipate Tuesday probably. Okay. We'll see. Game one for that one. But the Minnesota Wild putting the equipment. And it's not like they sat on their hands at the trade deadline. They went mm-hmm. out and they made, I thought, moves that they needed to make in order to really solidify their cup chances. But the Blues had other plans, and they've got a pretty good hockey team in their own right, 4 nothing after 40 minutes, and it was uh, it was over.
0: So Minnesota, you mentioned went all in, trade deadline. Mm-hmm. an organization, You think of Minnesota, and you might think small market. Well, first of all, that's a misnomer. They're not a small market. Right. It's the 12th biggest city in the nation. I, I hate when Minnesota... When Minneapolis teams...
1: Now why, did, why did they get lumped? Is it because they're in the northern part of the country? I don't Maybe know. Maybe contraction, I think, in baseball had oh, something to do with it. that was a big talker it. for a long time. You're right. Well, that
0: was the Polats not spending money. No, I know. It's not a small market. Mm-hmm. It was them being mm-hmm. not spending on the team. So it's but not they small did have a team. contraction bullseye on their <laughs> yes, back. they did. It looked like they were going yeah, away. They were able to pull out of it and got a new stadium and everything else. But it's not a small market. And for hockey, they... It's the state of hockey. Self-proclaimed. But it's real. It is, yeah. I mean, what other one would it be if it's not Minnesota? I mean, I've I've told this story before. I was up there years ago. Went up to an Iowa Minnesota basketball game, like two thousand four. Wanted to
1: watch it on TV, and they wouldn't put it on because it was high school hockey.
0: Well, we went up there. We got to the bar at eleven a.m. when it opened. Uh-huh. The game was at like five o'clock, and you and I was playing Bucknell. Hang Nella- on a second.
1: <laughs> yeah. The game's at five. Yeah, they open the doors to the bar, and you're standing outside. getting yeah. getting eleven. Well, what else am
0: I going to do? Okay. <laughs> but you and I was playing Bucknell in the Bracket Buster game. Yeah. Remember the old Bracket yeah. Busters? And we asked to put it on. Like, no, no, we got <laughs> we got high school hockey. We got college. hockey. Matt Tonkers playing Chaska. Right. I don't give two craps. And finally, after we're going to be here six hours. Can you just put the game on? Six hours till the game starts. <laughs> right. And we might come back. And we finally got a little corner TV that they would put on the you and I Bucknell mm-hmm. game for us to watch that. But it just shows you what hockey means up there. So they spend. They got a great arena. Yeah. I would guess T V wise, I'm sure uh-huh. financially they're as yeah. good as any probably team in mm-hmm. the NHL.
1: So what's it gonna take? Well, what it's gonna take for the next couple of years is to get under these albatross contracts that they're still paying with two guys that aren't even there, and Ryan Souter and, and Zach Parise, uh-huh. who they're hooked twelve million cap oh, wow. hit next year on them alone. And that's not that's not even uh, signing. I mean, Kevin Fiala, who scored thirty something this year. Mm-hmm. How, how can they sign him? They got some tough decisions. This seemed to be the the all in year. Mark Andre Fleury. Does he leave? Uh, they got him in defense with Cam Talbot, who was since when Fleury was acquired at the deadline. I, I think he was like eight 0 after that. Cam Talbot was really yeah. I mean, we don't need anybody else. I'm here. I'm we're doing okay. And he was he was great. But man, to put him in um, in a do or die. Basically, three weeks between appearances for him. That was asking a lot, and the first goal showed it. Disappointing. For the Wild Blues move on, um, and they get the Colorado Avalanche. Basketball last night. Can we get a good game? You know what? We've had a stinker this week, have we? With the exception of Boston right. and Milwaukee. yep. The games have... I mean, hats off to the Mavericks. I didn't see it coming. Did that you? Was,
0: no, I, I was on Phoenix. I, th- I thought Phoenix uh-huh. was going to close it out last night, and... They came out there. That second quarter was just beautiful basketball. And Mm -hmm. I think we learned you might not want to talk
1: trash to Luca. He's so good. Yeah, he's so good. One of the best players in the world. Um, Yeah, he's. he's, I mean, he's in any conversation, Trent. He's um, now. So what happens? What happens? Scene shifts. This time yesterday, we were lipping off that. Well, it's look at we've we've identified the team, the best team in the West. Yep. Phoenix is. It's not Golden State. It's Phoenix. And then we flip back the other way, and <laughs> right. Golden State pulls off tonight, and we'll flip flop uh, back and forth and uh-huh. back and forth, and hopefully we'll get that series. What's going on with Chris Paul? Age. It just catches up like I this. I think. I mean, it certainly did for James Harden. We'll get to him in a moment from the
0: performance where he goes fourteen of fourteen from mm-hmm. the floor.
1: He's he had a, he's had a couple of bad ones in a row. He has. Yep. Is there something? Now he had foul trouble in one of them, and he had
0: foul trouble again last night. He finished with five fouls. Uh huh.
1: Still, this is this. You is Chris stuck Paul. with that to the end? No, I was going to say no. no. That, that was no awful. On that. It was. I guess if there was one say, well, I watched a little of the hockey late, so it wasn't. Um, yeah, it was. It turned. It was terrible. Terrible. Both of them were awful.
0: Chris Paul. This is what he's done the last four games. Thirteen. Four assists, mm-hmm. seven points, 10 assists, five and seven, and 12 and four. Mm. It's not Chris
1: Paul. Nope, need more than that. Need more than that. Booker's
0: back. Yes, it's a good thing. He, he doesn't have to have as much offensively scoring-wise, but just something. Maybe it was, what was it, Alvarado? Maybe that kid just got in his head too mm-hmm. much. Yeah,
1: he did. That's a good point. Uh, but conversely, uh, the, the Philadelphia 76ers, they've got some, I think, incredibly difficult... Or maybe they're not. I mean, are you playing James Harden a max contract? No. Trent Brooklyn absolutely dodged a bullet. They offered James Harden a three-year, $161 million Jeez. contract in October. Three years, $161 million, and Harden turned it down.
0: Yeah, he's probably going to be second-guessing himself. You
1: think? Somebody will spend... Not that much money. But not that much. Mo- wow. Well, did you see Embiid? I mean, Embiid was honest after the game when he was talking about... Um, he's not the guy that was in Houston. He basically right. said that about his teammate. Are we going to see Harden get in shape? Maybe Do, this is... Maybe he is. 32 years old. He'll <laughs> what,
0: be 33 before this, the start it? of next year. Is it? Is he finally going to stay out of the clubs, stay out of everything that goes around with being James Harden, and say, this is my last chance. Or, because it's the NBA, and somebody will spend the money. Do you think they will? Oh, yeah. They always do. But a max contract? Probably. It'll be some dumb team like Washington or something like that. Yeah, maybe. And they'll go out there, and they'll spend the money, and Mm -hmm. be terrible, and then we'll see him try to be like Carmelo at the end of his career, and he'll latch on to one of the teams and come off the bench and be a scorer. And, And that's what he'll do. And because of that...
1: Yeah, he's probably not going to get in shape. Mm-hmm. He's probably just hey, I'm happy, I'm scoring. He took one more shot. Uh, took one shot in the second half. He played 22 minutes in the one? second half. He took one shot. Forty James minutes. Harden.
0: That's incredible.
1: 22 second half minutes when they needed to the come back. He decided you know to take one shot. Just ridiculous. And it's so disappointing because Embiid is such a good player. Right. He's so much fun to watch. Uh, the Heat, they just had their way with them. So the Heat will get the winner of Milwaukee. Uh, and and the Celtics, fingers crossed, that one entertains the hell out of us tonight. I think it will. It should be. It's back in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. What's the point spread? One and a half.
0: That's where it's at circa right mm-hmm. now. A point and a half. Tight line. Milwaukee favored. I'd probably grab Boston. And there is news this morning why this thing's going seven. Why? Scott oh, Foster. That's right. Yeah. Will be getting the game. Uh-huh. He has the nickname, the extender uh-huh because he's the one that they put in there when they need a series extended it was a dick Vivetta? he used to be the guy mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. it was the lakers uh, kings series that he was a part of so this is what you get these days
1: well you need that because there is no basketball tomorrow right now the good news is for me anyways and the hockey fans that are like me they uh, we got a bunch of game 7s tomorrow in fact 3 of them
0: 3 well, that's awesome
1: 3 630 and Nine, I think, are the times. Okay. Three o'clock, the Bruins and uh, and Lina, and and then uh, Tampa Bay and and, uh, Toronto. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. If if Toronto gets beat at home, this would be the 10th straight series that they have lost, Ten straight going back. That's Minnesota esque. It is now. This is the team that hasn't won a Stanley Cup, and I remember it because I was a hard, well, I a kid, at hardcore. Mm-hmm. The first jersey I ever had was Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, really? Yes, because um, that was my squad, right? There, yeah. there was it was them or Montreal on TV every Saturday night, <laughs> hockey night in Canada in the '60s, and they won a Stanley Cup since '67. But if they get beat. This is why the country hates them, because everything seemingly evol- evolves around Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. If you're writing a story about the Vancouver Canucks, you have to do something, put in a, a Toronto Maple Leafs analogy or nobody <laughs> will read it. And everybody's sick of them up there. They're, they are the self-proclaimed capital of hockey, and I think they probably are. But for them to lose in front of their fans, oh boy, would that be sweet. That would be so good. We'll see if it happens. They're a slight favor. Minus 120. Are they? And I
0: told you I'd grab that Tampa ticket when they were down 3-2 at, what was it, plus 280? Hmm.
1: Something like that. Good. Feeling pretty good going into tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had leads. Look, give me credit. They scored two goals in the final minute of the second period to take the lead. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my God, they're going to win. Anyways, uh, NFL, such a huge, huge, like Trent, we've said it all week long, just how the they own the news cycle like no other sport. Um, and now they've taken Christmas Day away from the NPA. In a big time. <laughs> oh, and look at the games they've put up. And look at the, I mean, Denver and the Rams. Mm-hmm. LeBron might have been going up against Joker that day. Right. Right? Uh, what's the early game? Miami. And uh, the Packers, Miami and the Packers early. What are you going to watch? You're going to watch the NFL. Mm -hmm. The NFL, the NBA has owned Christmas Day. I can't wait to see how badly they get crushed.
0: They will. They'll get clobbered. Now, is this something that's going to happen going forward? Next year, too. Yes. This falls on a Sunday. So it makes sense that they put three Mm -hmm. games there. But going forward and the NFL, I mean, they just look around and why wouldn't you take advantage of it? Right. You are the biggest product, right? and thinking to the future, because there's going to be a time that we're going to see a dip in TV ratings. It's not going to just continue to build exponentially throughout the years, Mm -hmm. but all of a sudden you take over also Christmas, like you have Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. and you just add another dimension to whenever that next TV contract comes up. And yeah, you got the Thanksgiving games, and you got the Christmas games, and it just becomes part of of sports viewing. Oh yeah, we get NFL football now Mm -hmm. on Christmas
1: each and every year. Oh my God. It's going to be great. Now, I don't know how they'll pay I mean, we saw it during the, uh, the pandemic, right? They had to play games on Tuesdays sure. and Wednesdays. And I, I guess you can always find a way to do it. But uh, the next year they'll be fine because it'll be Monday. They'll have three games on. Trent, we have a Christmas Eve, like literally Eve, 7.15 Central Time. The Raiders and the Steelers will play in Pittsburgh. The NFL just gets it, right? Mm -hmm. So 50 years ago and one day from that game, December the 23rd, 1972. December 23rd, 72. Immaculate reception. Which two teams? Raiders, Steelers. Wow. Which two teams will play on Christmas Eve 50 years and one day later? (laughs) I mean, who thinks of these things? This didn't just park, get parked on the 24th and yeah. five time by accident. That's amazing. Isn't that something? Huh. 50 years. 50 years. Uh, did you see the uh, uh, the Amazon schedule? Not very good. Trent, it's terrible. Um, this is how Al Michaels wants to go out? I mean, does he really need the money that bad? You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so, right? This uh, He is likes his, to dabble. Well, he, he likes gambling. to fire. Yes. No, he does. Absolutely <laughs> likes to. Um but look at the games that Al Michaels... My- when was the last time? Or, no, you know what? I'm going to go one step further. Has Al Michaels ever called the Jacksonville Jaguars game? Well, certainly not on... S- well... Sunday night football?
0: Maybe. Remember they were in the FC Championship game just a couple mm. years ago? But they would have had to have
1: been flexed there. Right.
0: I'm going to guess that he has. But not many.
1: But not many. No. But not many. If he has, and this is... Like I get Herb Street going over there, you know mm-hmm. he's uh, getting his feet wet in in the uh, in the NFL. We've seen him do it before. I mean, him and Fowler were great. I thought they were really good. But Thursday, the Thursday night slate for the most part is pu because it starts with Chargers Chiefs. That's Which, good. Yeah,
0: that's the that's the lid lifter. They had to throw him a bone there. Steelers Browns. Okay, divisional game. It's mm. fine. Yeah. Dolphins Bengals feels all right. Okay. I mean, if this was most years, it'd be a clunker, but mm-hmm. with what those two teams they have... They keep the interest going for a while. But then you get to starting with the Bears against the Commanders on October yeah. 13th. That's bad. Saints-Cardinals. Yeah. Eagles-Texans. Ravens-Bucks. There's a good one. Okay. That's October 27th. Uh, that's week eight. Okay. Then Eagles-Texans.
1: Atlanta-Carolina.
0: Those are two terrible teams. Tennessee-Green Bay and is that's all right. Lambeau Field. Right. After
1: Thanksgiving, Bill's Patriots. Eh. And patriots, I don't think, are going to be very good. It's not a great slot. It's not. And then we haven't even got the Wheat 16 where they're going to feed us the Jags and the Jets. Well, they know they got Christmas coming. That's the day to go out and get your Christmas shopping done. Dude, that's awful.
0: Thursday the 22nd. I already mm-hmm. got my plans. That's where I'm going to go out. <laughs> that's the date of that yep. one? Thursday yep.
1: the 22nd? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. The Monday night schedule's good. The Sunday night schedule, as you anticipate, is really good. How would you like to be a Detroit Lions fan? Uh, that'd be terrible. Well, it would be at any year. Right. right. Um, they don't have one primetime game. They don't even have a Thursday game.
0: Wow. The
1: only time the country will see them is Thanksgiving, when they host the Buffalo Bills, Ooh. the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Here come the Bills to take on the Lions. <laughs> Trent, that's going to be a bloodbath. Give you 10 and a half right now. No, give me the bills. <laughs> give me the bills. 13 and a half? Mm, go, go over that magic number. 14 and a half? There we go. All Maybe right. I'll take that. Um, but, Jesus, what an awful
0: slate of games. What you, an awful slate. You mentioned Monday Night Football, and it's the package has been better the last couple of years than what they had, what, five years ago? Remember? Just yes, that absolutely that Monday night slate was. Mm-hmm. And I think something had to do, they were trying to get a partner for the Thursday night and they had, what, the dual deal with Fox and CBS for mm-hmm. a few years. They were really more than anything trying to package that up. And now the reality is that they got a lot better package when that was sold and they saw not a lot of people were interested and now obviously Amazon. But does this also go hand in hand with having Buck and Aikman in the booth? Yeah.
2: Do you believe that
0: that had something to do with how good this Monday night schedule is. Coupled maybe even with the Manning cast and the success that they have had yeah. with that, saying, you know what, we need to serve up even better games mm-hmm. because Monday night football is coming back. In some kind of way, it is coming back. It's mm-hmm. not going to be, obviously, the heights it was, you know, whatever the heights were, 70s, 80s, right. 90s. But right. but it's coming back, and we need to put the games there that actually show it Because though it's been better, this... This is about as good as Monday Night Football no, it been has
1: been in a long time. I totally agree. I think every the country's getting the week one game totally off base when they're making a big deal out of the, uh, the game. They're promoting it as Russell Wilson's return to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Locke is there. <laughs> That's what it should be. That's what they, are. they sell this bad boy. <laughs> Him going up against the Broncos. And we get the, uh, the, the two games uh, in week number two. Mm-hmm. One of them will be an ABC exclusive. Who calls that game? Hmm. Will they where do, Where Buck and Aikman are they in Buffalo for Tennessee? Buffalo are they Bills? Eagles? They get the ABC. Nightcap. They get the nightcap on ABC. Maybe they go with the college crew. I don't know. I don't know. I. Who would it be? Herb Street and Fowler. Can Herb Street do that with the with his? I mean, does is he contractually? Um, Precluded from calling an NFL game, I would guess not because he is an ESPN employee, and
0: mm-hmm. probably they were the ones that kind of allowed him to go out and do this package for Amazon. So, so
1: that's the bone they throw him right. for doing that. In addition to millions of dollars, that'd be my guess. Yeah. that that's the way that that one. Brad, I out. could see, I could see that. Um, yeah, they got some good ones. Now they do have. There's maybe if you take a look at the slate on Monday night. What's the What's the worst game? Is there a bad game? Uh, Commanders-Eagles Yeah, that's not great Week 10 Bears-Patriots Maybe, yeah Broncos-Jags, they listed as Monday night But that's a Sunday game in London Oh, okay that, Yeah, that's Sunday that's, In fact, the day after, I think, is the Browns' only appearance No, they get two We talked about that yesterday. How are they going to handle the Cleveland Browns knowing that Deshaun Watson uh, suspension or punishment hasn't been handed down? It looks as though it's coming because they only have them twice. And one of them's a Thursday. Yeah.
0: Oh, the NFL schedule They're release. so good, Trent. Did it's you so W&L good. your Broncos last night? No, I haven't. You didn't. I haven't.
1: That surprises I me. I did identify one team I'm going to bet in win totals, and I think you will laugh at me, so I'm going to maybe keep it to myself for a while to <laughs> make sure that I'm... That I, and this was this was this morning. This wasn't 8.30. Okay.
2: No, all this, right. This was... This is I was clear in the head. right
1: frame, frame of mind. Absolutely. Okay, I'll tell you what it is. It's the Jets. The Jets? Yes. You're buying the Jets. I'm buying the Jets. Over four and a half. Four and a half is the number. That's all they have to win. Five and twelve, I can buy that, right? Yes. Are the Patriots going to be that much, much, much better than the Jets if they split there? Can't you see that? All right, Jets schedule. No, we're not no, gonna come go. on, let's do it. All right, all let's right. do one. See if you can find my five wins. Home for the Ravens,
0: loss. At the Brownies, mm, loss. Home for Cincinnati, okay, loss.
1: At Pittsburgh, one. They're not winning the they're, they're a pit. They're bitten Trubisky. Now you're a Trubisky fan all of a sudden, are you? Hope for Miami. Loss. At the Packers. Okay, I don't like the Jets. At the Broncos. Okay, keep going. Home for the Patriots. Two. Home for the Bills. Nope. At the Patriots. I got a split, so I'll stay at two. Home for the Bears. Three. At the Vikings. At the Bills. Home for the Lions. Four.
0: Home for the Jaguars five at Seattle. Tickets cashed. Don't need to go any further. And at the Broncos
1: or at the Dolphins to finish up.
0: That's not an easy slate. It's...
1: Yeah, they got some dudes, though, Trent. I like their. I really like their draft. Obviously, it's predicated on Zach Wilson taking a step. Yes, absolutely. I think we just made history on this program. I'm doing it. <laughs> the New York Jets, maybe. Can you see five, though? Is it crazy? No, that's not a crazy I don't think one. I Do
0: you have one? Have you looked? Uh, well, under on the Bears, whatever it is. Yeah, it's not very many. It's like seven and a half. That seems to be like too many. Does Bears. Do the Bears. Let's do the Bears. Home for the 49ers. Loss. At the Packers. Loss. Home for the Texans. One. At the Giants. Two. At the Vikings. Two. Home for the Commanders. Three. At the Patriots. They're not winning New England. Three. At the Cowboys. Three. Home for Miami. Three. Home for the Four.
1: Lions. Four. At Atlanta. Five. At the Jets. I haven't lose to the Jets. Yes. Five. Packers. Nope. Eagles. Mm, six. At home, right? Yes. Six. Bills. Nope. At the
0: Lions. Seven. They don't win at the Lions ever. Vikings.
1: Hmm. Looks like six and 11 to me. <laughs> Smells like six and eleven mm, that's to you. What it feels like all right. Uh, real quick. So this, by the way, um, this is a really good point. NFL markets Christmas Day. The Chargers and the Lakers. Chargers for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. The Bucks play on Christmas. Are the Packers play on Christmas Day? Pretty good chance. Milwaukee probably yeah. would. Right. Dolphins. The Miami Heat. Pretty good chance they might be involved. We talked about the Broncos. We talked about the Cardinals and the Suns. They have taken the NBA and basically thrown up the middle finger and take this Adam Silver. Good luck. And what can you do? They can't do anything. Nope, they can't because they can't go the day before, right? Because the NFL owns; they've got a full slate of games that mm-hmm. day, including one Christmas Eve, mm. the twenty sixth, the newest, big and NBA s- day. And they got to be done because Sunday uh, there's Monday Night Football <laughs> right. only during the day. Uh, what day? So that's Monday that That'd the 20- be Monday, yeah. Monday the 26th. All right, we are underway. I don't have the keyword strength, but it's just, it is indeed time for another $1,000 home run. Uh, enter this nationwide contest at kxno.com. Once you get there, a pop up box will appear. When you see that pop up box, put the keyword money. Ooh, money at kxno.com. KXNO.com, money, money, KXNO.com. There is your keyword for the 10 o'clock hour. Another one coming up at 11 as we uh, try and have a winner on KXNO where we have yet to crack the win column. Uh, We'll come back with Tom Caker, Gary Barta. What do we make of this? Just real quick, what did you make of that when you read it?
0: Well, in in theory, it's a great idea. Yeah, but he can't do it. But it's not happening. Correct. And this is something that drives me nuts all the time. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about conference realignment, or if we're talking about all kinds of ideas in college athletics. Yeah, on the surface, a lot of them make Mm -hmm. sense, but they're not going to happen. I like to live in reality, Mm -hmm. and the reality is this is not going to happen. You are not going to suddenly change course and tell college athletes, you know, yet you've been able to transfer without penalty, which has actually happened in every other sport outside of men's and women's Mm -hmm. basketball, Hockey, I think, and of course football. I think were the sports where you had to sit out here, and now we're going to go back, and we're mm-hmm. going to change that. It is a look that yep. would never work. It's not going to happen, right? And and that's where you go. So why say it? Exactly, it'll never happen. Why say something like uh-huh. that? Yeah, it's in theory a great idea. I think many of us can get behind it, and certainly as we see the evolution of college athletics, you'd love to go back to something like that.
1: But the reality is it it's not going to what's happen what's next? they're going to take away the lunch at the training table right you only get two meals a day I mean uh, uh, he was he was a national pinata yesterday from mm-hmm. he run all the national media just piled on Gary Bardo why? Why even, why even say it? why even say it It's 1030. uh Tom Cakerd is next Miller and Condon are on Des Moines sports station 106.3 Hear you. Welcome back. to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Tom Kakerd momentarily, 11 o'clock. Mike Palm from Circus Sports. Uh, he will join us. Dave Sproul, uh, KSI 1430 in Ames, about 1125. Claxon's barbecue giveaway at 1150-ish. Right now, Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com. He joins us every Friday. This no different. Hello, Tom. How are you?
2: Doing well. How about you guys?
1: Doing well. Um Appreciate Gary Barta's uh, words yesterday. Give us a little uh, Hawkeye talking point, <laughs> Tom. What was he thinking? What was what was he trying to? I mean, there's no chance that this is going to happen. Why say it?
2: I know it's like um, it's almost like he didn't think he was on on mic or something. <laughs> so this was a that's podcast. Like, that's he like said open. Open mouth, insert foot. Exactly. I mean, you know
1: what was this on Tom? Was it a? Was it a? Um... It was.
2: It was the University podcast. Okay. It was the Fight for Iowa podcast.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, maybe he was just kind of spitballing, but still, you get when you're the guy who was the college football playoff chair That's for the right. last two years, your words matter yep. a little bit more. It's not like Kevin Warren or Bob Bowles be saying it, but it, or or, you know, any uh, you know, any commissioner, but his words still carry some weight, Mm -hmm. and um, and he had to know you were going to get laughed out of the building, right? And and as soon as I guess guess he just figures something's got to give, and they know that Mm -hmm. uh, there's no. I'm still looking for the first administrator or coach to say, Boy, I don't think NIL is a good thing.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe that'll be (laughs) Barta. Trending that direction. (laughs) Well, it's wild. NIL
0: continues to dominate the conversations. We continue to wonder as uh, safeguards were put in place by the NCAA this week. What is happening on the Iowa front? You have mentioned to us a couple of different times. It feels like it's in the works, but still nothing official. What's the hold up here? And, and does it have something to do with the NCAA also now putting some of these things in place that, that these NIL collectives can actually use and and the way that they're supposed to be run?
2: Um, not really. I think, from what I've been told, the, some of the infrastructure things are on the way, some in place already. Uh, you know, the creation of LLCs and stuff like that, which are fairly easy to do. And then um, they're going to go the... 501c3 route, so you can uh, make tax deductible donations, which will um, lead to, to more fundraising opportunities for the collective. Um, but it's you know they got to hire somebody to to run the ship, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's um, you know been a, a bit more of a challenge I think than they thought it was going to be. So I, I think they're still hopeful that um, you know here. The next couple of weeks that they're going to be able to announce somebody as the the figurehead of uh, of the, uh, the I think they're going to call it like the Swarm Collective or something gotcha. of that nature. Well, it'll be
1: here's the other thing, Tom. Um, I know the NCAA thinks that they're going to retroactively go back and make <laughs> sure that none of the rule. I mean. Even if even if there is a um, the the Nigel Pack thing, right? I mean, he's got his money. Can you imagine if November rolls around that they're, they're not? This thing is going to get held up in court. I, there's no way that uh, I just don't see them winning, Tom. I just don't. I mean, they being I, I, the NCAA.
2: No, in fact, the, the John Reese guy has basically taunted the NCAA on social media. Essentially <laughs> saying, "Bring it on! I hope you try to stop us." And there's just no way. And and the NCAA's kind of termed it in a way that we're not looking to stop kids from getting money. We're looking to get the boosters out of this. Mm-hmm. And good luck with that. Right. You know, it's just, it's not going to happen. The boosters are in and they're not going away. So you just you deal with it. Um, maybe they're going to try and put some guardrails on it. But you think that Tennessee group's going to go away? I mean, oh, no. they basically I mean, you read the stories on the Athletic. They, they essentially flaunted that they've been talking to prospects. Right. You know. I mean, they flaunted it in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M. They same, bought a recruiting same. class. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's why everybody wants to get a collective because it's a copycat business, mm-hmm. be it on the field or off.
0: More news this week on the Iowa front, this on the basketball side of things. Kirk Spira announces his retirement effective, uh, what, June 1st, uh, the new fiscal year that'll go into place. Now, I, I heard you on your podcast uh, mention, Tom, that this is something that Fran has known about for a while, that this was coming. So you got to feel he's got a list of candidates already and is probably going through the interview process pretty quickly, right?
2: Yeah, um, you know, Uh, I think Chad Lysico was the first one to report that, that, that Fran had, uh, that, uh, he talked to Kirk and Kirk had said that he told Fran about a month ago that he was probably gonna retire. So, um, you know, Fran, Fran is aware and I'm sure he knew that this day was, was coming. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, it's gonna be interesting because when he came in, uh, one of the emphasis that Fran made was that he wanted one of those assistants to be uh, somebody with ties to the Iowa program uh, because he didn't have any of those ties. Mm-hmm. Now it's 12 years later, Fran's got plenty of, uh, you know, sweat equity into the program and he's got two kids that wear an Iowa Jersey. Right, so and one on the way I, I would. Yeah. And, and another one that will eventually wear an Iowa Jersey right. too. So it's not like um he doesn't have, Uh, you know, you know, a great feel for, for Iowa, but still, I kind of wonder if he's going to look to, uh, you know, I think that's my first instinct was um, maybe somebody that that's been through the program, tied to the program in some way. That's why I thought of Matt Gatons immediately, Mm -hmm. just because he played for Fran. So he Mm -hmm. knows what Fran expects. He knows Fran's system and um, you know, he's a, uh, somebody who could come in and know the, the state of Iowa from a recruiting perspective as well.
1: You know, Trent came up with, I mean, maybe he read it, but Farouk Manesh, I know he didn't play for, for Iowa, obviously, he was a Panther and uh, hit the biggest shot in their program's history, the most memorable, anyways. But uh, Farouk Manesh's wife played volleyball there, Farouk Manesh's yeah. parents were, and they're not there anymore, I found that out yesterday, they're apparently now coaching yeah. volleyball at UNLV, but clearly close ties. What about uh, Farouk Manesh? Uh, he paid his dues under Medved, he started at Drake, followed him to Colorado State, they've had success there what about Ellie?
2: maybe i i it's a that's a maybe um but i i kind of if you look at the way fran has hired over the years it's always been somebody that has some sort of linkage to him the only real guy that he's hired since he got to iowa that didn't have any ties to him uh and, and was was sparra he and Spira did not know each other when they got mm-hmm. hired and it was kind of like his deal. I remember Kirk telling me that at the time. He goes, "I didn't know Fran at all. I got hired. We kind of had to get to know each other, but you know, it became pretty close. So um, I, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be somebody that's familiar to Fran.
0: Chris Murray. More news. Yeah. He was invited it won't to be Chris Murray. <laughs> <laughs> he was invited to the combine. Declines the invitation. Yeah. Tom, it's hard to wrap your mind around it. At least. From our perspective, I, I know you've had many thoughts on this. So, so fill us in. Why, why Chris Murray would not, unless, well, the easiest thing is he's got a first round guarantee from somebody.
2: Yeah, uh, he doesn't um, have that. But um, you know that I that as I've said all along, that's the one thing that that I think could get him away from Iowa and to the NBA is if somebody before June first walked up to him and said, Chris, we're going to take you. Then, then you have to have a real discussion. Uh, but um, what, what I was told about the combine, and, and I tend to agree with this, it's, the five-on-five five games are kind of a joke, especially if you're not a guard because it's just guard-dominated. Guards just get all the shots, handle the ball. Uh, front court guys don't get the ball, so you will only hurt your stock. Um, the other stuff is going to just be measuring, and uh, they'll do that, uh, you know, when priority, uh, has their, their pro day, all the scouts will be there, uh, and they'll do drills and things like that. They'll do measurements and all those things. And the teams have been meeting with Chris and Keegan mm-hmm. through this entire process. So, um, it, and it's not like teams aren't coming through because everybody wants to kind of sit down and talk to Keegan. So, uh, they've been meeting with both, both Marie's and, the NBA teams have had complete access to them. So so Tom, when he did get the invitation,
1: and obviously, he very quickly declined it, or relatively quickly, within the same day, he declined it. Did that almost change his opinion? Cause you've been all over this. You, you've been, uh, no, he's going to be, going to be a Hawkeye. I know you're talking to the right people. Uh, how much, uh, how much consternation did that, uh, did that, uh, present to him as far as, you know, p- potentially changing his mind to go through this process? And you know what? Maybe I am turning pro and not coming back.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's always been. Um, if the right opportunity came, if the right team said, "Hey, we're at the end of the first, then then there's the potential to leave. But it's all got to take place before June 1st, guys, because he's got to let everybody know by June 1st uh, what's going to happen. And that's why I've always thought, you know, it's it's more than likely that he's coming back. I, you know, I've leaned heavily that he's coming back just because I don't know that. He'll have that guarantee in hand. Maybe he will, but because um, he's been doing really well in the mm-hmm. workouts, and in fact, he's been uh, he's been frustrating his brother a little bit in some of the <laughs> workouts. Uh, uh, which uh, Chris always likes to point out whenever they play one on one. That's he can, great. He can beat his brother. He's done that for years. Just that I'm better. I can take you apart. Sibling and, you know, rivalry. He can get mad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twin rivalry. Yeah. Even worse.
1: It takes it you up know. another notch. Fair
2: point. Yeah. Problem. And. So I just I just think at the end of the day, there's some real interest from Chris to come back, be the man, kind of have the type of year that his brother had this past year at the college level, and then um, go to the NBA off of that.
0: We know, Tom, you like to dabble. You're uh, friends of circus <laughs> sports as well. And some lines yeah. are starting to trickle out. The first one for the Iowa State game came out earlier this week over at FanDuel.com. Iowa State getting six and a half. It was quickly down to six the next day. Uh, And then the over-under for the Hawkeyes, seven and a half, has been out there at Bet Rivers. Initial thoughts on the betting lines. Iowa getting 21 out in Columbus. They're getting four at home against Michigan. I know you looked at them, Tom.
2: (laughs) I I did. I have not fired on anything, but that seven and a half just seems like uh, it's there for the taking. I, I, I would take the over on that just out of hand just right away take the the over um but beyond that boy I think everybody was kind of shocked by the Ohio State line but then you remember like the the game that Iowa beat them 55-24 Buckeyes were 20 point Mm favorites at Kinnick that day so it it doesn't seem too out of line Tom,
1: uh, I was more—I was more surprised by the Cyhawk line. I really was. I mean, they're essentially saying that it's a pick 'em because Kinnick's about a five-point stadium. So yeah, technically, I would give one to Iowa State. I mean, I was owned this rivalry as of late, and, and Iowa State's best team in the history of their yeah. program went seven, went seven and six last year, and all those guys are gone. I mean, and how it's did, early in the year, and it's early gonna, in the year, and yeah. Campbell stinks early in the year.
2: Yeah. I I would agree, um, and and you also factor in Iowa's got a pretty veteran team coming back too. But um, yeah, and the and they've owned the rivalry, right? I would think, um, but I, but we already see. Look at the line; it's going down already. Right. So they're yeah. they're already getting action on, yep. on Iowa State for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, and the Michigan line didn't surprise me. I would suspect Michigan, you know. <laughs> If you watch the Big Ten title game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did in person.
2: that's a bargain. <laughs> right. You hop on Michigan. Right. Uh, unbelievable.
1: Uh, good stuff, Tom Caker. Thank you for doing this, as always, Tom. We'll uh, talk Absolutely. to you. Well, Trent, we'll talk to you next Friday. I'm going to take some time off. So, uh, Tom, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, bud. Thanks, guys. Yep. Good to talk to you, Tom Kaker. HawkeyeReport.com. We'll come back, finish up the hour. We we'll had to Vegas to kick off hour number two. Again, the keyword was money. At KXNO.com money. for hour one money. Kx dot You can still slide in, but you better be quick, kx dot money. I uh, will be back to finish up hour number one. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106. 106- Tom be sure to tell them that Emery sent you. How about that? Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460, KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Final couple of minutes of the first hour of the program. With everything going on, baseball kind of gets pushed back it to the does. back burner for uh, a period of time. Do that, it really does. Which is, it uh, happens. Yep, it we'll does. have June and July and August. And August. Indeed, we will. We'll have plenty of baseball time. Um, twins and Cleveland this weekend. That feels like a pretty big series for both teams. Cleveland's arrow pointing up. Mm-hmm. Twins kind of treading water. Yeah, the Astros. Boy, there's good Trent. How many they win in a row? you say ten?
0: Jesus. They are. They didn't need Carlos Correa because they got that a young crazy? guy. It's
1: just yeah. And Springer, they can let him go. Right. An organization that uh-huh. is well put together. Well, Verlander's pitching his you know what off after essentially missing what two years. Yeah. Ponce looked- de
0: Leon and the Fountain of Youth there. Whoa.
1: My God, he's good. Looking like he was on
0: flames, and then he got down he there. Was, now, what yes. did he figure out down there? That's another question. Uh-huh. But. Um,
1: so, last Sunday, we uh, well, we came in on Monday, and we were praising NBC for having uh, baseball <laughs> early on Sunday morning, and then you pulled the rug out from under me with telling me that that was a, one, a one-off. Yep. So, they had, a, what was the numbers? A million, over a million It was over a million, once, yeah. Which was really good for I think a Sunday
0: it, morning. I think it beat almost every NHL
1: game. Oh, don't tell me that. Well, I'm... T- <laughs> Just, I'm not surprised. Their numbers. But, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, thanks. Uh-huh. But now it's Peacock only. Do, yes. Can you track that? Oh, I'm sure they can. Will they announce that? I'm sure they won't. I don't think they will either.
0: <laughs> there will be some fudging of numbers and trying to make it. This was the highest stream sporting <laughs> event on Peacock. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's your first one. Right. Or if you had it in the past. Didn't, uh, speaking of that, didn't Notre Dame have a Peacock exclusive game
2: Did this they? past
0: year? Yeah, I think. What was the game they almost lost early on to like oh, a mid-major? Really? Toledo? Yeah, it was Toledo. And I think that was a Peacock exclusive. Hmm. I was in Sioux City.
1: Yeah.
0: And the bar that we were at had it. Sioux City, big Catholic population. Get there
1: when it opened? <laughs> Probably. Yeah.
0: Hey, I like to party. You just like to party in your basement. I like to go out and party <laughs> All a little right. bit. But yeah, you they did had a it.
1: spot for a com- uh, 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 you did a commercial this morning. There just before I show, I never heard of the place. Oh yeah, well you wrote, you, you you voiced it, Grumpy Goat? No, no, no. what well, something coming to Urban? Oh, Fat Charlie, Fat Charlie. Yes. Where's that going to be? The old Mama Laconas? Oh really? On uh, yeah. it's the twenty second or eighty
0: sixth? Well, just off of Douglas there.
1: Okay, I yeah. know where that is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the west side of the street. No, but I you don't were, know where it is. Not.
0: You're thinking of a. The original, I think, Bamba Lacona is. This is the one just off of Douglas. There's a come and go there. Not your neck of the woods.
1: All right, hour number two coming up. We will head to Vegas. Mike Palm, Circus Sports, kicks it off. Dave Sproul and Iowa State, Miller & Condon, 1460 and 106.